anything. We should probably call it good here. Where would I say something special, you ask? Well, I would say something special on the Enemy Slime podcast. Episode number 197, the first in the new year, 2018. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Michael Mahoney. We welcome you to the new millennium. And I have fellow uh, Meat Cast member, Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Happy New Year! Yay, we made it. I'm uh, proud of you. This, we we haven't quite uh, started Game of the Year yet, so next week will probably be our big Game of the Year podcast. But uh, so why don't we just start with this? First of all, hello to you guys. How was your respective holidays? It was good. I played right. video games. You, that's a good way to spend it, I think. Uh, Christmas yeah. was was kind to both of you, Michael. What did you get for Christmas? Uh, nothing. Oh well, that's uh, nothing is still something. Well, no, actually, it, it never. No, that's it never. It's the one thing that isn't something. Well, that's too. Well, and Lucio, what about you? I got a suit. Oh, hey, a, all right, a suit, yes. eh? Right. That's pretty what? good. What so kind of suit? Pull. Yeah, tell us more. Tell us more about this suit. <laughs> it's a business suit. Uh, How many breasts? Yeah, single or double breast? One breast. How about... Pleated uh, or flat front? Hmm? Pleated or flat front pants? Uh, flat pants is black, so... One button right. One button or, two, or three on the jacket? Three. And uh, yeah. d- double or single vent on the back? Uh, I think it's single, but I'll, I'll confirm. Okay. Need to check. You haven't ridden a horse, a horse with it yet? I haven't ridden a horse with it yet. No. Okay. Well, when when you do, it will immediately become apparent whether whether. Well, you know, I, I'm pretty sure if it's my holster, just fine. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's important for too. my for my big six shooter. Your business revolver. Uh, yes, do we exactly. do we have a, a pattern? Or no, are it's, just uh, it's solid a black, uh, solid solid black suit. Solid black, timeless, a mm-hmm. classic. It's, uh, you know, it's good for everything. That's. And did you and did you uh, did you break it out already? Where have you, have you hit the town with it? No, actually, I have a business trip next week, so I'll probably use it there. Business trip, Lucio? No, no, you gotta wear it to the club. Yeah, you gotta be like uh, like bulldog. You gotta be that one guy in the club with a suit in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that does sound awful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that does sound terrible. Uh, it's probably terrible just about anywhere, but, uh, what, what, what's the temperature in Miami right now? 78. Oh, fuck that. Mm. It was actually kind of cold for a few days, but, you know, our winter is over, I guess. You know what you should have gotten? Fuck black. You should have gotten a seersucker suit. Yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, I would very much like to see that. I think you'd look... Should get like, uh, like a big white hat to go with it. Okay, no, that's... <laughs> Oh wait! So like, uh, hang on. I, I got a picture. Unfortunately, when you type "seersucker suit," this is like the <laughs> this is like the fourth guy who shows up here. So I mean, yeah, I that's what I had in mind for him. I don't want you to look like that. I want I want you to look more like. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's the guy. Look, see this guy. Miami Vice guys. This guy's rocking the seersucker suit. No, not yeah. See. That's a seersucker suit right there. That's a fine-looking fella. Yeah, that's, that's a little better. I still want him to be in like pastel colors. You need to see, you, yeah, like the the tie needs to be like a very like bright turquoise. 
Okay, wait. How about this one? How about this one? This is a good cross section between uh, colorful, uh, but also like uh, you know. Uh, I like that. Still, still yeah, stylish. That's pretty good. Uh, you'll have to. He be- just needs a hat. You'll have to become black. He doesn't need a hat. The hat is what. He needs a hat. <laughs> the hat on the seersucker suit is what makes you into like the dapper Dan ice cream man. It <laughs> it, it, it literally pulls everything apart. Uh, what kind of what kind of hat is that? I don't even know what they're called. It's like a pork pie hat, isn't it? Uh, maybe a pork pie hat. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, this would be great for you, Lucio, if you had a bicycle with one really big front wheel. <laughs> like I think I think you'd be set. You'd be out on the town. The people would love you. Now, mind you, this is like the suit of fucking Atticus Finch, and. Yeah, uh, and yet all we can think about when we see it is like an ice cream man. Times have changed, Jared. <laughs> okay, wait. I actually, I found a guy who has the suit, has the hat, and I actually, I think, it, I think he doesn't look too bad with it. I yeah, think, see? I think that's not bad. I think it's really in the cut of the suit and the Plus accessories. It's also like 12, so, you know. I mean, he's, he's young, sure. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this has been Suit Chat. With uh, well, all these exciting things you turn into Jimmy Slime by, podcast for. I sponsored knew. by the Man Warehouse. You're yeah. gonna watch, like the way you look. Yeah, this like this that. this week's podcast is brought to you by the Men's Warehouse. I should mention they're having a sale on seersucker items. If uh, you go and you mention Enemy Slime, they have to give you the suit for seventy five percent off, guaranteed. That's true. That's a hundred percent true. I love the idea of someone walking into the men's warehouse and mentioning <laughs> enemy slime. <laughs> I want this four hundred dollars suit for seventy-five like, I'm on the I'm on the fucking website, and I don't like mentioning enemy slime sometimes. <laughs> so, the, there have been times they're like, "Oh, you have a podcast? What's your podcast called?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. It's just the thing that I do." Yeah. You're going to Seattle. What are you doing there? The, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, force a coke. Yep. Pretty much, so uh, yeah, we're we need to we need a second podcast with a, a less embarrassing name like the uh, uh, the Seersucker Suit Podcast. There you go, sponsored by the, Men's Warehouse. The cool muscular guys drinking beers hour. Ah, there you go. Ironic if mustache you, if time. You man, if you mention Michael Mahoney when you buy in the Men's Warehouse for the next twenty days, it will give you a second suit for free. Wow, that's a that's a hell of a deal. So yeah, they do take it back afterwards, though. So you know, get your use out of it. They let you. They let you. So actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you go into Men's Warehouse, they'll let you put on any of the suits there. Yeah, they will. You can't leave with them, but you can put them on. So yeah. that's my guarantee. Go in there and say my name, and they'll let you wear any suit you want while you're in the store. Have any of you guys ever had a pork pie? Like an actual pork, pork pie? pie? Yeah. I have not. Why well, don't, don't you? So. What, what, what is it even? I, I don't even. Yeah, I, I think it's just a cold meat pie, but Ooh. I don't think I could find anyone who's ever had a pork pie. And yet at one point, I guess they were ubiquitous enough that people started associating them with hats. This literally looks like a block of spam that's been, <laughs> that's been cooked into a crust. Don't they look yeah, awful? That, that looks awful. Like this looks like a uh, this is this is like a a horrendous beef Wellington, like a horrifying. Uh, oh, it's an English recipe. No, no. Oh, wonder. yeah, of course that stands to reason. The English would well, invent something like this. 
That said, I bet I'd actually like it quite a bit. But yeah, it doesn't look good. No, it, it doesn't look appealing at all. I'm sure, like with most foods, like if you find somebody who can do it right, it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. So I also see this thing where there seems to be a hole in the top of the pie, and they are pouring like stock or gravy into it. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's a thing too, I guess. So, have you guys been to England at any point, like to London? I've never been. No. Because I've been there a few times, and like the food there is like the most like unhealthy shit ever. Like, I don't know how like they don't tell Americans that they're fat and they eat badly when they like their breakfast is like sausage with like tomatoes and eggs and beans. Like fuck, man. Doesn't the UK have comparable obesity rates with us? I don't know. They don't seem too fat. They walk more. I was going to say that probably would make a big difference is if they're just walking around more. Obesity um, rates in UK. Keep in mind that, I, that I'm usually like, because I go to for work, so I'm like usually in downtown London. So I'm pretty sure that's not representative of like fucking. That's where they're know. eating the British kale and the. Right, exactly. The English berries. So the good news is that obesity is on the rise in both Europe and America. Ha! In your face, Europe. And England does appear to be the worst off out of all the European countries. Uh, i So obesity prevalence in the United States in 2011 was 35.9%. So just under half of the population classified as obese. And we were in a recession at that point, so you know, uh, yeah. So we better so, now. So now that Trump fixed the economy, now we have enough money to buy all the unhealthy fucking foods uh, that we love to eat. Uh, England, meanwhile, in the 2011 same year, uh, 24.8%. So we've got them beat by a solid 10%. Yeah, all right. Um, you lose a guy in England. But the next closest is Germany, and they're only at 14. So England, so UKers are still a bunch of fatties compared to Germany. Uh, I I don't know how the Germans do it, because the Germans also like fucking drink beer and eat like the worst shit. Fried pork. Yeah. yeah like, their entire feel, diet is fried pork. I didn't feel super out of place when I went to Amsterdam. Like I didn't feel overly large compared to everybody there. Check, um, but it is legal. Yeah, is, is, you know that, what I mean? is that why? So they're all snacking. I mean, you you would think, right? Uh, I thought that I thought for sure when I went to Amsterdam that people everywhere were going to be just like smoking doobies, and I'd be encountering it nonstop. And uh, it's actually kind of amazing how like respectful of it they are there. Like, I don't think I saw anybody using marijuana outside of a coffee shop. Meanwhile, I mean, meanwhile, you go to Colorado and people are just lighting up fucking, fucking everywhere where technically they still can't in a lot of places. I mean, I would expect that from Colorado, even if it wasn't legal. Yeah, I guess that's true. Colorado, they, they like to party there. They know what's up. They live in a frozen wasteland like 10 months a year. Yeah, it's... Um... It's 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 not terrible, but it's not great either. I don't know if they've got a lot of snow this year compared to compared to here. But anyway, how did we get here? We were talking about pork pies. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Christmas. What type? What did of, you get, Jared? Uh, I got an immersion blender, and now that I know Michael didn't get anything for Christmas, I'm going to make him something with my blender. All right. Um, I don't know what I can blend though. Uh. Anything you put your mind to, man. I could blend a beer and like froth it up real good. 
Would you? Would That's you? That's a start. Would you so like? Why that? don't we think about it a little harder? Okay. Well, we'll come up with something. It's it's interesting. Uh, the year before, I got, I got a food processor, and I've never like figured out what to do with my food processor. It took me like almost a year before I wound up using it for something. Um, and now I've used it pretty regularly, but I think the immersion blender will be the same thing. I always felt like there were all these things I needed with it. And now that I'm, now that I have it, suddenly I don't remember what any of those things were. So anyway, if you can think of something that I should immerse, I'm there. Consider me done. (laughs) I could also use it to fight a criminal if he came into my house. Right? Yeah. It's, I don't think you'd want to get one of those in your face. Yeah, it's, it's pretty dangerous. Uh, it's so dangerous, in fact, that like I have to like hold two buttons to even turn don't it. They on. have like a, they have like a safety thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not, it's not going to be easy to to kill someone with it. But you, I could do it for sure. I think I think we should make it a challenge for the YouTubers. In fact, if it, I do kind of see it a little bit because if it didn't take two hands to operate, I can absolutely see it accidentally fucking sticking my hand in it. <laughs> But luckily, that's actually pretty clever. You need two hands to. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to its uh, incredible design, you. I don't think you could operate it without two hands. You know, the first iteration of that blender did not require two hands. Oh God, no shit! Like your grandma's immersion blender, you know, turned on even if you weren't in the room, probably. Just started doing it whenever it pleased. But it was made of like actual metal and lasted her entire life. Ran on coal. Yeah. So I mean. You know, um, I'm. Uh, what, I miss products like that. Remember, remember metal. Remember when things were made of metal, vaguely, and designed to last forever. Like you bought like steam engines. Remember when you bought like a vacuum cleaner, and that was your vacuum cleaner for your entire life. Those were the days. Well, it was really important that I saved twenty dollars in the vacuum cleaner, so now I just need to buy one every uh, six weeks. I mean, Every just, time I want a vacuum, basically. Just about. Yeah, anytime I turn that thing on, I know there goes another $80 because so, I have to buy a new one now. Mm-hmm. Yep, every time you're soaking the blood up from the carpet, you, you, you know, you're like, well, this is going to be this is going to be one of the last times this works. It really is the worst. Anyway. This is what we come to. Happy Christmas, everybody. Yeah, you too. And, uh, and a fine new year uh, to you as well. Um... Uh, not a lot is going on in games right now, with good reason. These are these are kind of uh, this is kind of a dead zone. Um, but uh, it sounds like you, Lucio, at least got to uh, play some stuff over the holiday. Unless unless you disappeared. All right. Well, that was me setting Lucio, <laughs> setting Lucio up for a slam dunk, but I. But I don't think he's here anymore. Michael. Yes, I get the uh, the Zelda and I enjoy it very much. Oh, that's good, actually. Keep going. That's it. Tell me about tortillas and tostadas. Oh, me gusta mucho tortilla and tostada. <laughs> you hear me now? Yep, I hear you now. Hey, Lucio. I mean, I heard you before, too, when you were saying yeah, how we much you like to tor- <laughs> tortillas and tostadas. You disappeared again. <laughs> That time might have been intentional. You know what's funny, though? Although you've disappeared a couple times, you actually sound a lot better than you usually do. Like, it doesn't sound like you're literally knocking over, like, stacks of boxes <laughs> every couple seconds. 
Uh, so whatever the change is, I like it. I just don't like how... Wait. Well, it, it, it kills the microphone, I guess, so... What does? Whatever change I made. Oh, it's all on creaky-ass wooden chair that you're sitting on this week? <laughs> no, it's the same chair. I don't know what the fuck. I don't, huh. know, I don't know either, uh, but you, you sound way better. Um, my, I don't know. My dad had a chair like that growing up, like, a, like an old wood chair that he had in his office, and... God, he, he probably only got rid of it like five or six years ago. But I could still hear that chair like in my mind right now. You could hear him through the entire house. And I don't think any amount of WD-40 or, or anything else would have ever helped to to numb the noise that that fucking thing put off. To be fair, That's it was the time like, when you didn't broadcast in your house. I know this is going to sound weird, but it's not that creaky. It, it, it sounds a lot creaker in the recordings. And I wonder yes, if it's it like the sound like bouncing on the microphone or what? Like a vibration of some kind? Right. Mm, it's possible. It's fucking weird. Anything's possible for sure. Uh, uh, how are you enjoying Mario? I like it a lot. I mean, you know, we we're talking in the pre-show how I feel like it feels fresh. I mean, it's still like a Mario game, but like the whole thing with controlling... Um, the different enemies and, and all that stuff feels very fresh. And he also, he feels nimbler than usual. Like, I feel like I can do more shit with him. You know, like jumping and bouncing off the cap and then jumping again and all that shit. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I like it. I really, I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of interesting how like right off the bat in the game, you have all of his moves. There's nothing to unlock. There's nothing to do. That's not interesting because that's always been Mario. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that's what I say, I, what do you... But I feel like there's just, like, a lot that he can do that over time you learn, um, like jumping off the cap, for example. And uh, that that stuff, uh, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of uh, surprising ways that the game kind of has you play it uh, and, and places where I didn't think that I'd be able to get there and I've been able to get there and, and shit like that. Um, but uh, have, you, have you finished it yet or where are you at? Nope. Disappeared again. Michael, quick. Mm, yes, I defeated the Bowser. You, defeat, you defeated the Bowser. You, you're moving into Italian. Is uh, that what that is? A little bit. Uh, once, you, once you get into like, uh, hey, I beat the Bowser. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I'd be playing two rules tonight. I'll come better prepared next week. I mean, that's super, oh. that's super Mario for Hello. you. Wait, there, yep. there he is. Motherfucker. Um, so I haven't finished it yet. I'm on the ice level. Oh, okay. So you're pretty far. That's like... Uh, I want to say that's like three quarters, something like that. I mean, it feels like one of those games where... It feels like Mario 64 in the sense that you will probably be playing that long before after you finish it just because... Oh, God, yeah. Wounds. So when you finish it, uh, the game actually goes back to all the levels that you've already completed and it will add uh, challenge sections to them uh, that are entirely new. Like, they're, they're separate from the world map that you're in, so you'll go down a pipe or something uh, to get into, like, this special area. Uh, but they have these, these special laid-out courses, and uh, they are really difficult in a lot of cases. There's a lot of people complaining that Mario Odyssey is too easy, and uh, not if you play it after... You probably the... just, like, run to the end and stopped. Yeah, if you play it up to the credits, like, you can make the credits roll with no effort whatsoever. The game's super simple. 
Uh, but if you play post credits, uh, that game is hard as shit. Like it, it gets real tough. Yeah, makes sense. Like Mario Sub always being kind of like that, right? Like, sure, it's easy to finish sixty four, but try to getting all fucking one hundred and twenty stars. There's some stars mm-hmm. that are fucking punishment. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. So yeah, it's uh it's a it's a tough game, but uh it's very rewarding, a lot of fun. My only I think I've said this on the podcast before, but my only complaint is how often they reuse the bosses. Uh I, I don't care for it. And they do that I agree, but on the other hand, I mean fuck it. You're 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 not quite to the point where you're gonna like really notice it, but you fight those rabbit guys like a lot. Uh, oh. And you have to fight them all in order again before you can finish the game. What? And then the uh, is it a boss rush? And then when you unlock the like bonus planet, you have to fight them all again. Ah, uh. that's what that's what like your first bonus planet is. And then when you get the second bonus planet, that's like actual like levels and and fun shit to do. So anyway, mm-hmm. it's it, it's a it's a little it feels a little lazy. But uh, nothing else about that game feels lazy at all. So I mean, yeah, lazy is not what I would describe that game. So I don't know where the fucking that came from. No, not even a little bit. In fact, I was watching a video the other day. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, someone was pointing out that even the sound effects in the game uh, change pitch and tone to match the music. Uh, and he he demos it by uh, going throwing the hat onto one of those light post things, and you know how it makes that sound when you like zip along it, like that weird electrical sound. Um, he actually shows that like changing pitch and tone depending on what song he's playing on the map. Uh, and at the end of the game, you unlock a jukebox that lets you play any song at any time. And regardless of where you are in the game, whatever song you're playing, the sound effects will will match it. So looks like uh, Miyamoto came back to direct this one. I might explain why it's so creative. Did he work on it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at it now. Oh, I didn't. Actually... He was the he was the actual director. Really? Yep. I thought it was. Uh... Somebody else, but um, uh, he's sorry. He's the creative director, not the the director. Director. Okay, it was Kenta Motokura, which I don't know who that is. But good he job. Have a Wikipedia page. I mean, he has to have a career for him to fucking get Mario. He was uh, <laughs> he was director on Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Okay. Uh, director on Mario 3D World, and uh, that is it. He worked on Galaxy, Galaxy Two, uh, and Mario Sunshine, though. So he's he's been okay. Around. Okay, he has a you know he has a track record. He's yeah. He, why don't you lay off Kento? He's been around for a while. I mean, I was just imagining that they called some guy off the street and was like, "Hey, do you want to direct Super Mario?" <laughs> That's, that, that's all the Japanese sound, by the way. I mean, I kind of like that <laughs> idea, and I do like your Japanese impression. It was spot on. <laughs> it was actually that was that was more culturally sensitive than we usually get from from uh, the Enemy Slime podcast. So, well, we I, I hope we don't go go into this one like we did for the other impression that we had. <laughs> yeah, this uh, that was that was the best impression that we've had tonight, Lucio. And I say <laughs> I say that even even after Michael had a really strong showing as you. Hey, I know when I'm beat, man. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it, I know. it was not bad. 
Um, but anyway, like having Miyamoto being involved with it to like a degree like higher than a producer, I think explains a lot of like that kind of level of detail. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just nice to have like a, a proper Mario game too, like one that isn't a 3D land or or new Super Mario or uh, you know whatever any any of that stuff. I like um, 3D. Yeah. I like it too, but it's not like it's not on the same level. Yeah. as as some of the others um but yeah if you look at the credits actually a lot of uh talent working on the game like quite a quite a few really talented people uh showing up there anyway you'll have to we'll have to circle back when you finish it and you so you can tell me what you think of the uh the ending um because there's does some... he do they finally fuck or what no, uh, I, I won't. Ru- uh. I won't. I won't ruin it for you. But I will say that no, nobody fucks. Um, wouldn't that be weird if they did? I mean, sure. But then we got like a Zelda with personality now, so you know. Here's a tiny diversion. Is there a way to fuck someone? Uh, where a couple ways actually. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then we're already better off than I thought. We'll talk um, after the podcast. Okay, yeah, maybe share with me some tips and and some some tricks. Um, you got it, buddy. So I don't think there's a way to wear overalls and look sexy while you take them off. I think that you're gonna look fucking stupid, and uh, so I think that that's actually Mario's biggest issue. I mean, I would just assume he leaves the overalls on. Yeah. And what cuts a hole? Don't they have a? He has a zipper, man. He just whips it out. Yeah, don't they? Overalls? No, I don't think so. Don't they? I don't know. I don't wear overalls. It's been a long time since I've worn overalls, but I've I feel like I was young enough that I had to have some sort of easy egress, otherwise I would just piss my overalls all the time. I, yeah, exactly. I don't think so. I think overalls have to come completely off before they. But how do you also like? How if you're a badass construction worker or whatever? You need to take a piss. You're going to take off your whole overalls? Uh, let's see. Do overalls. Yeah, now well, now you got me wondering. Do overalls. I'm, I'm Googling it already. Yeah, these don't actually seem to have a piss hole. I like when I type, do overalls have the top uh, question in Google is, do overalls have a butthole? <laughs> <laughs> very, uh, very elegantly uh, phrased. This one looks like it might have a zipper. Yeah, a couple of these do. Uh, there's some, though, that definitely do not. Yeah, huh. but you're right. Actually, a, a number of these look like they do have zippers. So, so actually, when they have zippers, I went into one listing. They actually like listed as a feature. So I guess it's not standard. Yeah, maybe that's true. If you know, by the way, listener, if you're if you're listening to this and being driven mad by uh, the question, uh, by all means, if you're, at, if you're at home in your overalls, just thinking about what a bunch of dumbasses we are. I can't believe these guys don't fucking know. That uh, the overall what kind of zipper. man that's a noble, his overalls, uh, roundhouse zippers, men fly, yeah. So they they do seem to like call out when they do have a zipper, yeah. So. I mean, I, I, I would understand why that's a feature that you would want in your overalls, okay. So you're saying when Mario fucks, he just pulls his dick out of the zipper, that's right. The overalls stay on, man, and he doesn't take the overalls off. The overalls stay on, does the hat stay on? Of course. I guess now Cappy stays on, which is kind of creepy. Yeah, nowadays that's actually kind of weird. No, Cappy comes off. That's how he gets the the girl in the first place. 
Oh, because he <laughs> throws Cappy at her and takes over her body. Yeah. This is uh, a wildly inappropriate idea. This is real. This is real. <laughs> real talk. This with is, enemies live. This is what's happening. This is this is some street shit right here. A little locker room chat here on the Enemy Slime podcast <laughs> for all our listeners at home to enjoy. Uh, I mean, I guess Cappy has to watch now because he doesn't take nothing comes off. So nothing. I, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of questions about Cappy, and my biggest one is where does Cappy go while Mario inhabits the bodies of other people? Where does the stuff go? Well, where does Mario go? Yeah, I didn't think about that either. His body disappears. Yep. Where does his body go? <laughs> where does the soul of the person he's inhabiting go? Because my first thought is that Mario could throw the hat at someone, control their body, and walk them over to Mario and and Bone. But he can't do that because he's gone. He disappeared. That's right. He, he couldn't do that. He would have to like be the girl. He'd have to be the girl. I guess. I guess you could take over her body and just get naked and look in the mirror and hope that makes you happy enough. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. So there we that. go. We figured out how Mario can not be a rapist, but at least be a fucking creep. Hooray! Three cheers. Nice. This this podcast is sponsored by Nintendo. <laughs> and Men's Warehouse. Uh, and Men's Warehouse. Go into the Men's Warehouse and ask them how Cappy, <laughs> how Cappy can be used. <laughs> Mention Cappy for a free uh, pork pie hat. Mention Cappy. 10% off a formal pair of overalls. Mention Cappy for a formal pair of overalls and a free pork pie hat. Brought to you You're by... You look really good. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I mean... Okay, yeah, how about that? Seersucker shirt, overalls, pork pie hat. Um, what do you put bola on? tie. Bola tie. Oh, absolutely a bola tie. <laughs> uh, what do you put on your what do you put on your feet? Um, I feel like Crocs. Spats? Sure. Crocs yeah. are pretty good. Boat shoes. I feel like uh, boat shoes. <laughs> yeah, a nice classy pair of boat shoes. Yep. Or um Spats are the spats are the ones that are like the two tone, right? Spats are the uh, they're like the doily that goes over your shoes. Oh, that's right. right. So no shoes? Do you just wear spats? <laughs> uh, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah. So just just <laughs> bare feet and spats. No, no, you wear them over those running sneakers with the individual toes. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. You're gonna look really good. That's horrifying. <laughs> You're uh, if if I, if you see someone on the street dressed like that, you have to assume that they're like mentally disabled, right? Or like, just big fans of the podcast, or just big fans yeah, of the right. enemy slime podcast. That's one and the same, right there. <laughs> if you go hey. into a men's warehouse and you ask for the enemy slime special, they will give it to you for nineteen ninety nine. All of those items, all those items. Mentioned. That's All pretty, those items. It's pretty impressive. Nineteen ninety nine, and you're gonna look good. You're gonna like the way you look. Other people are not gonna <laughs> like the way you look. <laughs> hey man, all that matters is you're happy with you. Other people are gonna be pointing and and staring yeah. and asking you to leave if you're in a place where they have that kind of power. Hey, don't crazy shame them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh man, those running shoes are dope too. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know why this whim, th- this woman, this I don't know this this image came up when I searched for spats, and I'm sorry that you can't see this at home, listeners, but I don't understand uh, what the what that purpose of that is. But anyway, you guys, can, sexual, you guys can look too. Yeah, it's sexual. It is a little it's... sexual, isn't it? Well, unless you have the Joker in here. Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> Her feet look cold. She could probably use some spats. That's probably it's from a it's from a blog asking when should you wear spats. Man, look at her feet. What the fuck is going on there? I didn't... I don't think I actually looked at her feet. What's wrong with her feet? Look at them. Oh, I don't... Oh, I don't like those. I know, right? Yeah. I don't like those at all. Okay, I'm not happy about any of this. She looks like the type of person who wouldn't wear shoes in a lot of situations where everybody would prefer that she wore shoes. <laughs> like, it doesn't look like she ever wore shoes. Like, maybe the type of person who comes over to your house and then takes off their shoes and also their socks. Oh, okay. That's a little presumptuous, right? That's a that's a bit much. I hear that. Uh, I hear in Japan that that's like a big deal. Uh, taking off your shoes, I mean, and that like you'll you'll be like scolded if you don't take your shoes off in certain places. That's right. You uh, generally don't wear shoes inside anywhere except like an office building. Really? So if I go into like a restaurant, would I take my shoes off? Depends on the restaurant. If they have a sit on a raised platform, then yes, you'll want to take those off. Yeah, that was actually the rule that I heard is if you if you're walking and there's a part where you have to step up, basically, uh, mm. that step up implies that you're not wearing shoes when you do it. Does that sound? Does that rule seem accurate? That's a pretty good uh, rule of thumb. Don't they have like a cubby or something? Oftentimes, yes. Sometimes you just put them under the step. Ah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. See, that w- that would work where I'm from because it would probably <laughs> when I go back and there's going to be shoes. <laughs> it, in in Miami, just, just or so in everyone Argentina? knows that was Lucio saying that, not me saying something racist in the guise of Lucio. Well, they would have I mean, they would have known Miami if you said it because it would have sounded like you were making a pizza afterwards. Like, <laughs> hey, been... while well, you make it such an attitude, Jared? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now you're getting a little jersey in there too, which I liked. It was good. <laughs> everyone enjoyed it. Everyone liked um, it. So that's both Argentina and Miami. You think either one, you wouldn't count on your shoes being there still? Nah. Yeah, that's fair. Well, uh, then I I guess the good news is I'm prepared for my visit to Japan. I'll know not to to step up on shit that I shouldn't without my shoes. Um, I won't let you make a full pub, buddy. Don't worry. I'm sure that I'm going to get us in trouble at some point. Um, Well, that's all right. That's part of the fun. Are you going to go into a Japanese forest and... And film dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be one of my goals for sure. Um, Very nice. And then, put it on our channel, please. Uh huh. And then I'm gonna, uh, and then I'm gonna take it off in shame, and uh, and then that'll be me. When have we ever yeah. taken anything down in shame? Well, yes. <laughs> uh, actually, technically, there is one article that we did take down in shame. That's right. Not really in shame, but oh just right, right. More so because uh, because we felt like sitting that one out, if that uh, makes any sense. And now none of us are famous, so good work. Yeah, actually, it was it was maybe an error in, in judgment. Although it seems like it seems no, it kind of seems no, to me like maybe right now uh, is not a good time to be like associated with the alt right. Uh, yeah, I think we made the right call. It seems like things aren't going great for them. Um, but back then, it did feel like we missed a boat a little bit. Yeah, 
Yeah, I did. But uh, as of today, I think we kind of dodged a little bullet there. Anyway, it would yeah, be fine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that how very alt right of you to to say something like no, that. No, he didn't call you a cuck. No, he did not. I'm I'm getting there. He's working his way up to it. He's gonna he's gonna say it later. Um, I didn't, uh, I, I, usually I, I land a couple games over the holidays. Um, I picked up the uh, Okami, uh, HD release and played a little bit of that. Um, and, uh, the other one, uh, that I got was the, uh, new Assassin's Creed, which I was curious about, but not curious enough to buy it for myself. Uh, but I wasn't upset when it, when it showed up, uh, on my doorstep. Um, I mean, what what was the last Assassin's Creed you played, Lucio? Rogue. Okay, so you've been out for basically all of the bad ones. Like, oh no, yeah, like I saw uh, like what happened to Unity, and I was like, nope. You're like, yeah, I'm and good. I saw Syndicate, and I was like, nope. Yeah. And like, I was kind of curious about Origins, but then like this year we had good games, so I'd rather spend time with those. So Origins is actually pretty pretty decent. Um, I think it suffers a little bit too much from hugeness. Uh, the game is just enormous and i don't know i haven't looked up how many hours it is to beat it uh in fact let's let's go have a peek and see if uh, how long to beat says so i um, mean you can probably beat it fairly quickly if you just like rush right from mission to mission yeah this says the main story is 26 hours main with extras about 46 and uh completionist is 75 um I think that's probably that's not huge, actually. No, that's not too. That's not too ridiculous. Although I would point out, you can beat The Witcher two in twenty four hours. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, well, what I'm saying is, I for for a completionist, not for. Yeah, that's true. Like you can probably spend, I don't know, like four hundred hours. Let's see, like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, like how long. So all that said, just looking at times here on the site. Uh, it is definitely the longest Assassin's Creed okay. uh, by by a pretty wide margin. Um, but anyway, it's it's pretty good so far. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's uh, it's kind of a surprise in a lot of ways. Uh, I will say uh, just a couple notes. One, it is deeply unsatisfying playing Assassin's Creed without the Assassin's Blade, um, because when you knock people out, you basically just like punch them in in the back of the head and then. And then I, it just it feels wrong. Um, you get the blade uh, maybe like five or six hours into the game, and then you actually uh. are like then you're actually like stabbing people, and uh, that feels a lot more right. Um, the game does this thing because you guys don't care about the story, so I'll, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this one little detail that I liked. Um, I stopped caring about the story when Ubisoft stopped caring about the story. So in the very first Assassin's Creed. Uh, Altair, the main character, doesn't have his ring finger. Uh, right. They cut it off because they have to make room for the blade to come out. Right. Uh, and I think in Assassin's Creed 2, they actually write that away. They Leonardo da Vinci... In, right, like, so Leonardo, like, Deus Ex Machina said. Yeah, like, out. Leonardo da Vinci's like, we don't gotta do that no more. Um, so the problem that you have in Origins is the guy who gets the blade, uh, Bayek, the main character, he's got all his fingers... And um, he's also the first assassin, pretty much. So no one's ever used this weapon before. Um, and so if you followed the story, you know, the, the game series, like you, you, you see the problem here chronologically. 
Um, so, like, did he tell one of his disciples, like, as a joke that he had to cut his finger off? And then he did it, and he just didn't have the, like, stomach to tell him. Well, so for the next 1,000 years, they kept doing it. That's how traditions get started. So I feel like this is, yeah, that's true. You, you tell a little lie, and, uh, and you go from there. Um, and so, actually, uh, what's interesting is, so this is, first of all, I just want to clarify, this is the kind of stuff fucking nerds get upset about. This is not something that I should care about at all. And uh, and I felt and yet here you are. I felt a little guilty. I felt a little guilty how much it, how much it bothered me. Um, <laughs> but if you play the game far enough, uh, he actually does wind up cutting off his finger on accident with it. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's actually pretty great. Like he fucks up his uh, his ring finger with the with the blade. Um, and it was a, it's a, it, maybe it's kind of a stupid detail, but I really liked oh, it. No, I, I think that's actually the kind of detail a good storytelling is made out of. And yeah. Uh, I, I think it's pretty neat. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, he, he like really, he like really fucks up his finger, uh, with the blade when he goes after one of the guys that he's killing. So it's, uh, it's pretty good. So anyway, they, they do like acknowledge it. Uh, I thought for a little while that this uh, particular game had completely abandoned the uh, real world or, or the right. mo- or the modern day storyline because the part that everybody likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I think when I when I thought it was gone initially, I was actually kind of disappointed. Really. Um, a little bit, yeah. That shit uh, sucked, dude, like so hard. They they can't like after like after Brotherhood, it was never good again. I mean, after they fucked up Desmond, it's definitely like it definitely doesn't work. Um, I don't know. I I like it more than I like it more than I should, I guess. Uh, so how's the loot system? Oh, I can tell you about that. But what I was gonna say is, uh, they did not abandon it. Uh, the modern day storyline is still there. It just doesn't show up until about like almost three hours into the game, I think. Um, so what is the modern storyline? Uh, you're, are you still an employee? Is you, it still like a day job simulator? You are. Uh, so it's ah. not. It's not like Black Flag where you're like. Uh, well, so it's not a day job simulator. You're you actually have like a mobile animus, and you're like on location in Egypt uh, for whatever reason. And uh, you're you're kind of like your own. There's a there's a new character. It's not like Black Flag where you're like a nameless employee or or anything like that. Um, I don't know what they did in Syndicate. Uh, the I thought for sure with the modern storyline and with the gap in Assassin's Creed games, I thought for sure they would have just like abandoned uh, it or or maybe tried to do like a soft reboot to it. Um, but I read through like all the emails in the computer and stuff, and they're talking about a lot of stuff that I don't even know because I skipped two Assassin's Creed games. Um, so they haven't let any of that go. Like all of no, it no, is... yeah, they're, they're, like at least as 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 of Rogue, they were like fucking committed to this shit. They were like, yeah, they're putting threads and mm-hmm. bringing up names and all that shit. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad they stuck with that. Because everybody liked it so much. I'm not. They, this is kind of like Kingdom Hearts, where like they need to just scrap it and start over. Like they just need to forget it and be like, okay, here's a new thing. You didn't like that? Here's here's something else that's similar but not the same. It's just just so, let it die. It's just don't, just don't an interesting it. story. 
so here here's kind of my thing. I feel like for me, the core concept of Assassin's Creed when it very first came out was sort of like pseudo stealth, like sneak in as undetected as you can within reason. But it, even more so, it was just about like being quick, like run up on a guy, stab him in the fucking face, and then get out of there. It wasn't so right, much it's, it's like not, it's not Hitman where you're like, you know, oh. And undo the nuts on his bicycle so he, like, crashes. Right, you're not, like, setting traps. Well, and even even combat was one of those things where, like, it made more sense to just run away from combat a lot of times than it did to actually, like, stay and kill yeah, at least uh, At least until the ending of the game where you had all your powers and could just, like, steamroll, but yeah. That's true. Especially at the beginning when you, like, didn't even know how to swing a blade. But so I guess that would be what I'd say is like chases were always kind of like a component of Assassin's Creed to me, like running away from a kill uh, or something like that. Um, and it really doesn't feel like that anymore. Uh, the, the new combat system is like very RPG based. There's a ton of loot. Um, whenever you hit someone, you'll see a number for how much damage you did to them. Like it's uh, and, and that that sort of aspect of like like I said like sneak in kill a guy in one hit and then run away like that stuff's kind of gone. It, it's not. You can still do it. You can still take a stealth approach, but it just doesn't work the way it used to. Um, and for some people, that's going to be a lot better. Like that's actually probably going to bring some people into Assassin's Creed who weren't fans and, and didn't find a lot of enjoyment in the game. Um, I mean, what's the point of turning it into another ARPG though? Yeah, and I mean, in some ways, it, it kind of is that. Like, you have a parry uh, button, you have, like, a skill tree that you're upgrading all the time. Um, Would you say it's the yeah. Dark Souls of you, Assassin's Creed? No, but the attack buttons are mapped to the uh, triggers. Uh, R1 is a light attack, and R2 is a heavy attack. Um, that sounds familiar. Yeah, and I'm not crazy about it. Uh, call me old-fashioned. I like attacking on my face buttons. Uh, it's just it's just what I'm into. But uh, yeah, I it's it's still pretty good. I I played a lot more of it than I expected to. Um, I thought I was just gonna pop it in and and basically like you know get a couple hours in and then be done with it. Um, but, Is it at least optimized well? Yeah, actually, it runs really well on the PlayStation 4. I, I didn't even uh, get it on a on PC or anything. Um, nice. So it, it runs pretty nicely, and, and like it looks nice. And uh, like I said, it's a huge world, just a tremendous world, um, and gives you uh, quite a bit of freedom uh, right off the bat. Like There's a lot of opportunity for you to go and do side missions and stuff like that. I know that it's probably not going to sustain itself across a 40-hour period. Like There's... There's already some like repetition and a lack of creativity in the missions, um, but all things considered, it's it's still pretty good. Like I'm I'm I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I don't know if it's I'm on the fence as to whether or not it'll be game of the year material. Um, and then it, not this year anyway. It has uh it has a good main character too, which which doesn't sound like that would matter that much. But it's been a while since. Uh, Ubisoft actually like turned out kind of a likable assassin and he's not likable I feel like there's a cheap way that you do this where you make him like a wisecracker you know and uh, right. Bayek is not like funny by really any stretch of the imagination uh, but he still has like some depth and some and some character to him 
And uh, I always admire stuff like that. Um, he can pass like my character test. I have a really important character test. Um, in fact, you guys can uh, do the test right now. Um, tell me, without describing what he looks like, tell me about Garfield. No. <laughs> Use your wins. You're, you, you, can't, yeah. you can't think of anything about Garfield? No, I just refuse. Okay. Well, so the thing is, <laughs> most people uh, can tell me like at least three to four things about Garfield. Um, and I think that that's a good test. If someone knows more about Garfield's personality than like another character in, in a piece of media, I think that maybe it's a, like a bad character. Because um, Garfield is just about the lowest, <laughs> the lowest character there is. And yet, mm-hmm. all of us can think of things to say about Garfield almost immediately. Right. Even though he killed a lady. Even though none of us even read Garfield in like ages, all three of us still know stuff about it. Even if you refuse to talk about it, I know that you yes. know things about him. I do. That's so, why he refuses. Anyway, exactly. So uh, Bayek actually passes my test almost completely uh, because he loves lasagna. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he has. There's another Egyptian who Does he, he hates Mondays. There's another Egyptian who he hates, and he keeps trying to put them into a box and mail them to Abu Dhabi. Uh, Keep in mind that's like 20 miles away from Egypt. So yeah, it's, actually, it's, he, a lot, it's not as big of a deal. There's a side mission later where you knock them out and put them on the back of your horse and just drive them there. So uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, he doesn't like Mondays. Little, little Garfield Garfield humor for you guys. <laughs> little Garfield humor. Little uh, little Garfield joke. You mean he doesn't like Lunedi, which is what it's he would have called it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't know that, so I'm glad that you looked that up for me. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, he praises the sun god. Uh, at least I assume he does. He he does in my version of him. Mm. He damn well better. Does he pull his arms out? He cuts off his. The sun god? He cuts off his own finger. Um, no, but I will say I don't really think of Egypt as being a place where they would have had a lot of haystacks, and he always finds one to jump into. Uh, so I mean, it was uh, it was a bread basket of the ancient world for a long time. So. Some things never change. Um, there's pyramids. I haven't climbed up one yet, but I'm sure at some point I will. I feel like uh, I wasn't alive during the time, but I feel like that probably would have been seen as disrespectful <laughs> to, to scale yeah. a pyramid. Uh, I'll tell you, they certainly don't like it now. Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm very confident of that. I'm pretty sure if you head to Giza and just run your ass up one of the pyramids, uh, I think someone's going to stop you. And I could yeah. be, you want a mummy? I could be wrong. No, the mummies are in the pyramid. They can't get you. Yeah, they're in the pyramid. They'll be, you'll, well, be now. you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so well, you're right for, for now. Uh, maybe there's a mummy mission later. Actually, no, I've seen a mummy in the game. So nice. So it's doing a, stuff. No, it's just dead. Oh, it's actually Bayek's mummy. Like you, you are controlling this character. And when you go into the real world, you're like in his tomb and, uh, he's like right there. And that sounds rude. It's a little, a little macabre. It's a little weird, actually. It's a little strange to like look at the corpse of the character you're controlling. He's um, like, what's the point? Yeah, what? Well, that's an even better question. 
what is the point? What's the point of anything? Exactly. I don't like thinking about that. So <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're if if you're uh, like me and took a long break from Assassin's Creed, and you're down to like go try it again, you could do worse than this one. Um, it doesn't feel broken as fuck, so it's already doing way better than. Uh, that's kind of sad that that's like our benchmark for Ubisoft games now. It kind of is, man. It's sort of like Star it Wars. works. It, it, it's sort of like Star Wars, where like you don't really have to do that much to impress, um, because uh, you know the the others were so goddamn awful. So anyway, this one works, guys. And like I said, Bayek cuts off his finger, and that's pretty dope. And it's a little sp- little spoiler, but uh, it's that's, a that's a nice. Thing. I like that. It's a treat. Like, I, I, I unironically like that. That's uh, yeah. That's a neat. That's a neat thing. Uh, it was it was cool. And it was it was cool, I guess, to me, because I literally thought it. I was like, wait a minute, this is bullshit. And then the game like kind of caught up to me and they're like, Yeah, we know you thought it was bullshit. And here, uh, Jared. Here it is. You nerd. Yeah. Well, like I said, I it's it's not something I'm proud of, but it's it's something that happened and it's my it's my one thing I would tell someone. Uh, about the game if they were fans of the series. I, mean, I, no, I, no, I get it, I get it, because, you know, like, Assassin's Creed was back when, like, it had heart and I, soul. I really, I, I haven't played it for a long time, so I can't say, but uh, the second one is still one of my favorite games, and the only game that I ever 100%ed on uh, the Xbox 360. Very nice. So... Uh, kind of an odd uh, choice, I guess. I don't know what made me do it, but for some reason... No, I mean, the second one is really good. I, I really liked it. I played the show. I would out say, like, uh, 1, 2, and Brotherhood were kind of, like, golden. Yeah, most people... List- I mean, one, 1 had problems. It didn't need as well, but... Most people and, uh, and list, list Brotherhood as, like, the favorite, but I always liked 2, just a, just a hair more. But they're both you, good you games. Can make You can make a case for both of them. Sure, I think that's probably true. But yeah, anyway, uh, great, great stuff. So uh, good job, Ubisoft, for restraining yourself. I can't wait until they make an Assassin's Creed next year and it all goes back to hell again. Because I have what's, a feeling that's the direction. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Where, where is it going to take place? Uh, God, where's left? Mm. Where do you put it, Michael? Australia. Ooh, good day, mate. I like the yeah. sound of that. A Foster's. Don't uh, need no blade when I got this here boomerang, I do. Oh my god, if you have a boomerang. And only a boomerang. And only a boomerang. <laughs> it's a boomerang with like retracting blades. Oh god, and what if he catches it and he catches it wrong? And, and he <laughs> cuts his finger. And he cuts his finger. He's like, ah, I, those damn, uh, those other assassins don't, don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'll show them with me boomerang. And then he throws it and, and catches it and cuts off his finger and looks like an idiot. Just like. How- so this takes place during like Ptolemaic times, right? I was thinking like 2016. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the origins, not not Australia's. Oh, oh, during what time? The Ptolemaic times, like, like when Caesar and Pompey are like fucking around there. You know, I am man enough to admit that I don't know a lot about Egyptian history. Uh, so Philistine. <sighs> I don't. I don't really know what's going on. Here's what I know: there's pyramids. Um, that's about it. 
Egypt is uh, Alexandria is there. You go to Alexandria and you go to all like the places, like the the famous places that don't exist anymore, like the lighthouse and um, the uh, the library, the big old library. It takes place in 48 BC, or this starts at the time, which is kind of a shame because it was the opportunity to like have Alexander the Great. That that would be a neat, neat game. I mean, there's a there's a chance that it can jump in time too. Uh, yeah, but it would need to jump back in time for that. And if he's the first assassin, then oh uh, well, then yeah, it's probably not going to do that. You go back in time a little bit to when like his family uh, has some of their tragedies happen to them. Um, the game actually kind of subverts a little bit of that because I feel like in video games, the only way to do it is to have your whole family die. And so that was completely what I was expecting in Origins. And they kind of subvert that a little bit. And and I liked that too. In Origins, your family kills the other family. Yeah, it's actually, it's kind of weird. But I've, so far, I've actually kind of list the plot as a high point, which it's been a long time since an Assassin's Creed, the best thing about it was like the story. In fact, I don't really know if that's ever been the case. Um, No, I mean, I guess, I don't know. But I, but I like it. I was, I was invested in NCO's bullshit. Yeah, that's true. Ed's, he was a good character and, and had a good enough story. Um, and Ezio kind of uh, follows the similar rule where, like, you know, most of his family dies. Um, right. So Bayek doesn't quite fall into that trap, but he still has enough bad shit happen to him that, you know, there's a reason for all the stuff he does. So, anyway, kind of interesting. Maybe worth yeah. a look if you're, uh, if, you're, if you're curious. But someone like Michael, who doesn't care and never cared. I don't think that there's anything here to like win you over. Ooh. Bullet dodged. What, what what if it took place in modern day Japan and he was a Yakuza? Uh I mean that would probably work. I yeah. what do you say, Mike? I don't know. It's not really a it's not really a style of game that I'm particularly fond of. Outside of the exception I made for uh Shadow of Mordor. That was a good one. Did you guys see that uh, Far Cry got delayed? Nope. Um, not Don't t- particularly care. That's more like Chase thing. Not too far, anyway. It got pushed back from February to March, so just a month. But um, maybe not the best sign. Or maybe a good sign. I don't know. I don't know. These I days, I'm not sure tell. which is what it means anymore. Yeah. It depends on the, it depends on the studio. Like, if Nintendo delays something, that's probably okay. But if, like... Ubisoft asset is eh. mm-hmm. um, a curious thing that I was reading about Far Cry. They're taking out the uh, they're taking out like towers, like you don't climb towers anymore uh, to to unlock parts of the map, which I think is a good change. But I guess what the system will be instead is like to unlock missions and events and things like that. Um, the game basically like has you build climb down silos. No, it actually it, it's no. it's entirely relationship based. So it's based off your relationships with other characters, and mm. I don't know what that means exactly. And what I want it to mean is that I'm dating everyone <laughs> in uh, in the Far Cry Five world, like in Montana. Yeah, I want to be dating all the white supremacists. Is it like GTA Four where I have to go bowling with all of them? God, I hope so. I want uh, the, the I want the white supremacist cult leader to call me up to go bowling. <laughs> Let's go see some big astities. I mean, I know that the game has fishing, so I assume he could invite me to go fishing. Yeah, so, but, but big American titties. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe we'll see some big American titties while we're fishing. Uh, 
Fair enough. Yeah. That's certainly where you see them in Montana. Are they are they the uh, black the white supremacist titties? I hope so. Oh, how far is he? I mean, I yeah, whatever. I'm down for for all of it. I don't know if you've seen any of the marketing material, but all these white supremacists are surprisingly ripped with stylish haircuts. Shit. Yeah, they're... actually, you're right. They look very, very good for white supremacists. I haven't really looked at a lot of this. Let's... Anyway, Far Cry Five DTF coming at yeah. you. Date all the white supremacists. I just, I, I don't know why I'm so tickled by that idea. <laughs> um, so basically, what you want is you, you want a like a visual dating novel. Where yes. you date white supremacists? Where you date racists? Yeah, that's exactly uh, what, what I want. Change, what if we change the gameplay so like instead of having the Far Cry gameplay you do a Connect 3 or Connect 4 Oh, game. Lucio stop <laughs> just stop right now I, Come on. I, don't want you, want. I don't want you to say anymore uh, or I'm going to lift this fucking table off the ground <laughs> you know you want it hot diggity damn yeah no kidding um I love it. I love the idea. So whatever we can do, you're right. These uh, these white supremacists are, are quite ripped. Yeah, um, some very handsome white supremacists. I mean, is that what you do in Montana, Michael? All day is just work out. Not that I recall. I mean, they also obviously take great care of their hair. Well, yeah, you got to take great care of your hair. That's just a given. Like, imagine how much am I spending like produce and stuff. That's a that's a perfectly normal thing. Anyway, so that's that's coming soon, and uh, be on the lookout too for our new dating sim puzzle game that we're coming out with because uh, it's going to be pretty great. Um, <laughs> I, I think we're probably uh, past time here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, any any last thoughts for our uh, grand return here? Uh, just go into the uh, Mayor's Warehouse and mention our white supremacist dating game, and you will get a free tie. Yeah, by all means. So you're going to go to the men's warehouse. You're going to mention the Enemy Slime podcast, and I think you get a free suit for that. You're going to mention a, Michael you Mahoney. You want free. <laughs> uh, you're going to mention Michael Mahoney, and I can't remember what you get for that, but you're going to get something. Um, Formal overalls, I think. You're going to mention no, no, a pie? Are you going to mention pie? No, you mentioned the um, the Enemy Slime outfit, and you get the entire set, like the the shoes, the hat. Mm. Everything, of course. Uh, that's right. And then you ask them if they. Ha- you, you mentioned the the uh, white supremacist dating game, <laughs> and just see what that gets you. And, Probably a new uh, friend. I have a feeling. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to be asked to leave the men's warehouse <laughs> pretty quickly. Uh, if somebody does that and they send us a video of it, we're not going to pay your bail, but we're at least going to like laugh at it. I, I feel comfortable <laughs> saying that I'll pay their bail because no one's going to do this. <laughs> so that's a that's my bold proclamation for the day. <laughs> I, I mean, they don't do they don't do things when we tell them that we're going to give them something good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When good I things expect this. when good things will happen to them, they don't they don't want to do anything. So I can't even imagine what would happen for like a bad thing. Like, hey, do this, and you could go to jail. You're not going to go to jail. They can't put you in jail for asking about a white supremacist dating game. No, that's, but they might, uh, they, they might put you in jail for trying to take a free suit. That's one of the cornerstones. <laughs> by mentioning the Enemy Slime podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, don't, don't put on the suit and like leave and be like, Enemy Slime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jared said he had me covered. 
He's got it. Bye. Yep. Creep to the top of your lungs as you're leaving the warehouse. Hey, Mr. Podcast. It's a, it's a good move. a brand new suit. Hey, if you enjoyed our podcast today and you're not in prison, uh, why don't you subscribe to us? I mean, if you can do it from prison if they'll let you. I don't care. Uh, go check us out on iTunes, Google Play Music. We're on all those services, all the good ones. I think we're on Stitcher. Never did figure it out. Maybe we are. Maybe we're not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, go give, give us a subscribe give us a good rating go check out our website enemyslime.com which is soon to be the home of a bunch of 2017 game of the year bullshit so uh, keep an eye on that and we'll get started soon and uh, I think with that we're out yay